Welcome to podcast number 152 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. The last couple of messages we've been dealing with prosperity. We've discussed topics that help us prosper in all things and being good health. We've talked about what is prosperity and what is goal setting to achieve prosperity. And we're going to continue on the area of prosperity probably for a number of podcasts because there's so many topics and so many areas we need to cover. Today's podcast is entitled Spiritual Investing to Prosper. We're going to talk about the significance of our spiritual life our investing thoughts and desires, and how to achieve the prosperity that we want in our life. I believe the Lord has given me some great thoughts and ideas, but I don't want to get into that now until we ask for His guidance and direction. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity once again to speak to those who are listening in today. I pray that you would bless it, that you would anoint it, Lord, and that I would use those things that you desire me to use, and I would ignore those things that you don't want me to talk about. So Holy Spirit, I submit to you. I surrender everything we're going to do today to you. I pray that you would guide and direct this teaching. pray that you would guide the thoughts and the reception of those who are listening in today. And I believe, Lord, that you've got something very, very special for those who are desiring to walk closer to you, learn what investing their effort and their time in you will produce, and to understand the significance of prosperity in every area of their life. I believe this is going to be a great message, not because I'm teaching it, but because, Lord, you're in charge of it. So, Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. We surrender to you. For we ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I plan to teach this podcast and cover three basic principles, I believe, all relating to prosperity. First is our spiritual relationship to the Lord. Secondly is our understanding of investing in the spiritual and also investing in the things that God provides for us. And then we'll wrap that up with prosperity, what it means to be prosperous. And I believe this is going to be a powerful lesson, not because I've worked on it, but because the Holy Spirit has something special for you. And do me a favor, be sure and listen to all three points because they go together to help us understand how to prosper spiritually, invest, and have prosperity in every area of our life. So let's move into this right now. In this podcast, I want to show you how spiritual investing will guarantee prosperity. Let me say that again. How spiritual investing will guarantee prosperity. As a matter of fact, I will guarantee that you will prosper if you receive this podcast. That's a big promise, but I believe we serve a big God and he's got a great big word to help us with today. Every time I speak or write on financial investing, it sparks the interest of those seeking for financial prosperity. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want to ask you a question. What were you thinking about when you read the title of this podcast? Just take a second. I was wondering what you might have been thinking about. Some probably specifically just money. Others would be maybe their work, maybe their church would prosper, or maybe it had to do just totally on finances. I don't know, but but it's important that you evaluate that for yourself. Did you go directly to the word prosper? If you did, that's good. Nothing wrong with that. Remember the title of the message is Spiritual Investing to Prosper. There is nothing wrong with having a desire to prosper. Not at all. If your thoughts were focused on investing, that is also good. Now, if the word spiritual sparked your interest, then you may be prepared already to see how all of these words work together. In this podcast, I plan to show you how God addresses spiritual investing to prosper. When we decide to invest, we must seek counseling before any type of investing. That's true in business. That's true in any walk that we have in life. The counseling that I'm referring to is found in God's word. 
Now, I've done a lot of counseling over the years as a banker to help people get their finances in order, to get their financial statements, if you will, their balance sheet and those things they need in their business to get them in order, to how to prepare the right information, to ask the bank to invest in them by giving them a loan. So I have a lot of experience in that. But my focus today is going to be really on how to grow spiritually in order to invest properly and also in order to have a financial reward for it or a prosperity reward in some manner or another. As a real estate developer, home builder, and entrepreneur, I never invested without knowing how that investment could affect me spiritually. I'm serious about that. You might think, well, how could you do that? Well, we would go out and buy a property, but before we would make any decisions on the property, even before we would go out and look at it, we would pray and ask the Lord to help us. Are we making the right decision? That's what I'm talking about, spiritual investing. I was making an investment in the Holy Spirit to help me know, is is it even worth my time to drive out to look at that property? Or is it going to be something that I'll be pleased with? Or is there going to be a problem there that you can help me with? You see, because the Spirit knows all things, God's wisdom is greater than ours, His knowledge knowledge is greater than ours. The way he thinks is greater than ours. And so therefore, why don't we ask God through the Holy Spirit to be able to guide and direct us? So that's one of the steps I believe about having spiritual investing. Pray and seek God's will before you make a decision on just about anything that you do. So with that, I'm going to read a scripture that has great significance. Now, it's one you've probably heard before. It's a very common scripture, but it's one that has a tremendous impact and I believe carries out the theme of what we're talking about in today's podcast. I'm going to read and comment from Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, one that's been heard by many of you before. One of my, quite frankly, one of my absolute all-time favorite scriptures. I know I have a lot of favorites, but this is really one of them at the very top because when I first became a Christian, I wanted to know, how do I know what God wants me to do? What direction should I go? What decisions should I make? And then when I got into business, I used this scripture because I wanted to get God's guidance in all that I did. So it's found in the New Living Translation of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It's in the category, in the teaching in this, dealing with money and possessions. Jesus is talking about the things that matter in life to a lot of people and that spiritual growth will provide for the financial blessing or the prosperity message that they need. So once again, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. And Jesus says these words, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Now think about that. When it says seek the kingdom of God, that's the spiritual direction we want, above all else, and live righteously, live a good life, and he will give, which is the blessing, you everything that you need. He wants us to understand that the steps to prosper spiritually and to prosper financially and prosper in every area of our life is to invest time in him. So therefore, this scripture is going to be very important today and talk about, let me just talk about it just a little bit more. It covers the title of the podcast. We know that to seek, to invest in others and we prosper and that we receive everything that's supposed to be added to us. And those will be things that God wants to bless us with us. One of my favorite topics to write or speak on is really spiritual prosperity. I've actually written several books and in a couple of those books, it deals with spiritual prosperity and financial prosperity. And at the end of this podcast, I'll tell you how you can get your hands on that if you have an interest in that area. But before before we go any further, I want to tackle all three of these topics one at a time, the spiritual, the investing, and the prospering. But we're going to go back into the Old Testament in order to use some scriptures that will give us some guidance and direction. So I'm reading in 1 Kings chapter 2 
And I'm going to read a couple words up front in there, verse 1, but the meat of this is found in verse number 3. And this is where David has his final instructions to his son Solomon because he knows that he's going to be going to be with the Lord, David does, and he knows that Solomon is going to have to take over and make a lot of good decisions and be wise and follow the Lord. So David, this is written, it says, as the time of King David's death approached, he gave this charge to his son. And he says in verse 3, observe the requirements of the Lord your God and follow all of his ways. Keep the decrees, commands, regulations, and laws written in the law of Moses so that you will be successful in all you do and wherever you go. Now, obviously, it's talking about the laws of Moses, and we Christians today don't operate under the law because Jesus came, and we operate under grace because of Jesus Christ. No one, they found out, obviously, could possibly keep up with all the laws of Moses, but David gave him some key words here, and I want you to think about this in your spiritual quest for financial prosperity or for any type of prosperity. Observe the requirements of the Lord. That's the Word of God. He tells us how to live. There are the Ten Commandments. There are the guidance and directions by the Holy Spirit. There's the order for us to love others. It's more important to think about others than to think about ourselves. Those are all things that we're supposed to do and listen to the guidance and the direction of the Lord. And then David said, so that you will be successful in all you do and wherever you go. See, if we follow the Lord and we set up a spiritual foundation first before we start investing, before we start making decisions on how to prosper, or before we see financial prosperity or prosperity in our relationships or in our business or our home or in our church, we've got first set up some guidance and direction in order to be successful in all that we do. And that's a spiritual step that we must all take. Now, let's move on to another scripture I think that is important and one that we find in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 2. I'm reading this in New Living Translation. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. It says here, like newborn babes. Matter of fact, let me back up to verse number one. You know, it's interesting when I have something planned and all of a sudden I feel the Holy Spirit says, no, there's something here that needs to be added. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to add verse one, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 1 now. So get rid of all evil behavior. Well, that's very important to have spiritual growth. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. So that's a step we certainly don't want to miss. Verse 2, like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. Verse 3, it says, now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. So let's look at that a little bit. We're trying to take on the step of spiritual issues in our life. And David told his son Solomon, follow God's direction and guidance. And now Peter is telling us, just go back like newborn babies. When we were babies, we craved milk. And so instead of the milk and the way we see it, he refers to it as spiritual milk. So therefore, if we crave something in our life, we need to have something spiritual come into our life first. That says so that you will grow. When we seek the spiritual things of God, then we will grow into a full experience. It says here of salvation, but we want to apply that now with full experience and understanding of how God wants us to grow spiritually in order to have any kind of prosperity in our life that's led of God. It says here, as, as babies, we cry out for nourishment. Well, we should cry out to God for guidance and direction, and we should seek the Lord daily, seek his face, and then he will lead us in the right direction for investing of our time and efforts. But first, our investment must be in spiritual growth. 
I'm moving over now to 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. This is kind of the final words it says here that Jesus had for instructions. And these are powerful words when it comes to getting ourselves spiritually prepared. So that's a spiritual investment. He says here, Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then it says, All glory to him, both now and forever. Amen. So Peter's telling us, if we want to have spiritual growth, we need to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, a lot of people, when it comes to investing, they want to grow in their knowledge and understanding of the investment. And that's fine and that's good. But first, we need to grow in our knowledge and our understanding and in the grace of our Lord, because he wants to prepare our mind spiritually before we make any kind of investing. So the best investment is a spiritual investment. Now I'm going to move over to Hebrews chapter 6. And once again, I always read out the new, not always, but most of the time, how the New Living Translation. It's interesting that the Lord directed me to Hebrews 6, but as I looked at the scripture, I felt the Holy Spirit have me go back and read some points in Hebrews 5. And when you look at Hebrews chapter 5, it's really talking about a call to spiritual growth. And it's a wonderful call because spiritual growth is crucial in order to prosper in the proper direction that God wants us to prosper. And if we have not had spiritual growth, what I mean by that is if you become a Christian and you've not grown in your understanding and the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then you're missing out on so much of your walk with God. I know some Christians that I've known for years. Some of them I've known for 15 or 20 years. They became Christians. Some I led to the Lord. And they just haven't grown in their walk with God. They don't understand the scriptures. They don't read. They don't pray. They know they're saved, but they're missing out on so much of the growth that God has a plan for them. And then I know other believers who come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they just get into an incredible growth pattern. And they just just surpass me in their knowledge and understanding of the scriptures and they just love it and they they're just really great people but they're growing in God's grace and his knowledge so it's crucial that we understand the spiritual aspects of investing in order to obtain prosperity and so the writer here is telling us in in chapter 5 of Hebrews there's a call to spiritual growth he's basically saying let's stop doing the little things we understand the basics about our walk with God but now let's move on and increase our understanding we need to do that so let's read verse number one of chapter chapter 6, and here's what it tells us. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. We need to grow in our walk with God. So we should decide to make a spiritual investment in our life so that we'll see a prosperity investment that God will make in us. In future podcasts, I'll be making a comment, maybe from time to time, dealing with spiritual prosperity leads to financial prosperity, but that's not a topic for today's podcast. Now, we need to move on. We've covered the spiritual side. Let's talk about the investing part of today's title of its message. And I'm going to go back to something that I taught years ago. It's in one of my books, and like I said, I'll refer to those at the end of the, of the podcast today. But investing is crucial in our understanding of prosperity. We need to seek counsel every time that we do any type of investing. I made a comment like that in the beginning, but it's crucial I repeat that because a lot of people just run out on a whim and just make an investment. It, I'm talking financially now. Let's say they go out and say, oh, here's an opportunity. I'm going to put money in it. And they take their life savings and put an investment in that thing. Don't really understand what it's all about. And their investing is not properly structured. They didn't do what we call our due diligence. Due diligence is going in and checking out the conditions of something before you decide on it. And so they, so they get themselves 
themselves in trouble. Also, it's important to understand in investing that we should never invest without proper understanding of how God wants us to do. We should pray. That's why the spiritual part comes before the investing part. And so therefore, God wants us to invest time in Him and invest time in how He feels about something. So let's just understand investing is wonderful. It's great. But what are you investing in? Let me just ask you that question right now. What type of investment are you making in on a daily basis on prayer? Are you investing a minute a day or five minutes a day or whatever it might be? But I believe all of us should spend more time in prayer. Even if it's only three or four or five minutes in the entire day, we need to find some time to pray and seek God and make an investment in prayer in order to prosper. Let me ask you a question. Are you investing in God's Word? Now, I know I refer a lot to prayer in God's Word and a lot of these teachings, and I will continue to do that because I believe that Christians never grow. They can't really prosper properly, and they can't have the blessings that God wants to give them in their life if they don't pray and if they don't read God's Word. So what type of investment are you making in the Word of God? Every day we should spend some time in the Word of God. I do that through my devotional readings that I have each day. They don't take a lot of time. Sometimes I only spend five minutes or so on a devotional. Other times I might spend an hour on a devotional. Or like today, I'll probably spend six or seven hours in this teaching and on God's Word and putting this thing together for this podcast. And that's wonderful. But if you're not doing that, if you're not preaching or teaching or doing something that gets you into the Word of God, then you need to find time every day to make an investment in the Word of God in order to have the right direction and guidance that we all need. So let me just make a comment about just regular general investing. Now, I'm not a financial counselor in the realm of stocks and bonds and those types of things. The counseling that I give is always spiritual. It's it's 100% from the Word of God as to how He wants to guide our steps and direct our steps. For example, some people come to me and say, Pastor, I want to buy a house. What should I do? And I send them to a professional to make the decision on the house, but I get the Word of God out to explain how He wants to make us to make good decisions. The Lord wants, to, wants us to seek His face daily. The Lord wants us to understand what we're getting into. The Lord wants us to be aware of the ups and downs of making improper investments. So with that, we'll be talking more about that in future podcasts, and I'm going to move on now to the final topic here and that is the area of prosperity. That's a big one, and so it needs a lot more time. I've saved a lot of time for this because this is a part of this I think is crucial to understand. We're going to turn to the book of Proverbs. I can't think of a better place to go when it comes to understanding what prosperity is all about. The book of Proverbs gives us a lot of instructions on how to make good decisions in seeking prosperity in our life and what causes us to make bad decisions. So with that, I'm going to read in Proverbs chapter 28 and verse number 25. It's found in the New Living Translation. Listen to this. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust their own insights are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. And that's verse 26. There's a lot here, so let's just take a moment and go through that. What in the book of Proverbs is telling us is that when we are seeking an understanding of spiritual investing for prosperity, we've got to understand that prosperity is something that has some roadblocks, some problems, some challenges to it. Prosperity is not something that you just get and all of a sudden life is wonderful and peaceful. In this instance, when I'm talking about prosperity, let's just kind of refer to finances because I know a lot of you have an interest in that area. So the book of Proverbs gives a lot of warnings and this is an incredible warning because it says here in verse 25, greed causes fighting. 
trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. The word greed is probably one of the most dangerous and damaging words in the understanding of prosperity that I've, that I've read. There's a lot of folks that I knew over the years who had businesses. Remember, I was a banker for about 15 years. And during that time, I met a lot of very wealthy people, a lot of successful people. I also met a lot of greedy people. I met a lot of, met a lot of people who were manipulative and had one goal in life, and that was to have more money than the guy next door. So we need to avoid, the Bible says, any form of greed. Any form of greed might be having a desire to have more than the next guy, or a desire to have what the next guy has, or a desire to be more successful than the next guy has, or to make decisions that can cause us to take a loss. Let me explain that a second. Greed is something that can hurt you. It reminds me of the story of a man that I knew in banking who was a very successful man. He had a couple of airplanes. He's making millions of dollars a year. He owned all kinds of assets and apartment buildings. And he was really a, a really good friend of mine, but he had a problem with greed. And I remember he came to me at the bank when I was a, a banker, the manager of the bank, and we would talk about his properties. And he'd say, you know, I just want to make the most money I possibly can make on these things. And I said, well, I can understand that. But we talked about when the market was going down and the value of his property properties were going down. Well, he came in to see me one day and he said, I've got this apartment building and I've been offered a certain amount of money, but it's less than I want. What do you think we should do? And I said, well, you'll still make a very healthy profit if you sell it now. I encourage you to sell it now. Put that profit in your pocket. A profit is always a good thing, even if, even if it's not as much as you'd like to have, but it's a good thing. And he said, no, I want to hang on for more. Well, he moved into the realm of greed because the market was going down. The good financial decision would have been to sell the property. So he came in to see me about three or four months later and the property value had gone down again. And I said to him, well, I'm not saying, see, I told you so. That's not right to do. But I told him that I thought this is still a good time to sell because he could still make a profit. And he needed to liquidate, which means to get out of that loan that he had to pay the bank off and, and still make a nice profit. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. So he kept waiting and waiting until finally the market was so collapsed and so down that he was now losing money. And he had no choice because he could no longer afford to make the payments on his loan. And therefore, he lost the apartment building and the equity that he had and his investment he had in it and the profit he was going to make and he lost it all. And we had lunch shortly after that and we were chatting about some other things and he said, you know, you told me to sell earlier. I said, well, you know, you have, we all have reasons to do what we do. And he said, well, I look back on it and he said, greed is what caused me to lose that investment. As a matter of fact, I've lost pretty much all my investments now because I did not liquidate at the right time. I held on to make more and more money and now his finances were so bad, he had to go to work for someone else in order to just pay for his rent and to pay for his personal expenses. Now, that was a terrible decision that he made, but we still, we were friends. Matter of fact, we were very close friends as the years went by. He was a very dear friend of mine. My wife and I and his wife, we all spent a lot of time together. But this man learned from greed. And when he did, his life changed around. And in the last few years of his life, he has since passed on. He started understanding to seek guidance and direction from the Lord when it says avoid every form of greed. And he would make a small profit quickly. And then he'd make another small profit quickly. And before you knew it, he had redeveloped some of his wealth. And when he passed, he left his wife a very comfortable amount of money and some possessions. And he was very thankful. And I was too, but he learned his lesson in greed. So we need to avoid greed. And that's the scripture also says, trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Man's trust was not in the Lord. His trust was in his possessions the assets that he had, and that's something that, that did cause him some great grief and some great sorrow. Let's move on now to another scripture in the book of Proverbs. 
This is one of the scriptures I use when people come to me to make an investment and they're trying to do something fast and they're trying to decide, well, what should I do and how quick should I do it? And it's found in Proverbs chapter 21 and verse number five. It says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Wonderful instructions from the word of God about prospering. This has to do with seeking prosperity or also maintaining prosperity. Because if you think about it, sometimes people become successful and they don't maintain the plan that got them to that level of prosperity. Our time's getting kind of short here, so I want to wrap up this with one more scripture that's important understanding what prosperity is and how to maintain prosperity. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. When we talk about the level of prosperity, Paul's telling us something here that helps us understand the importance of using the prosperity that we have. If we prosper financially, then we should bless others. If we prosper with lots of friends, then we should share our friends with other people and help them to make more friends. If we prosper in the fact that we are learning from the Word of God, then we should use that teaching and that wisdom that we've obtained from God's Word and that knowledge and share it with someone else. So it's important we we want to get to prosperity, but when we get there, we're charged with a responsibility to do something with it. And Paul talks a little bit about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 8. Matter of fact, maybe let's go back to 7. He's talking about giving. You each write in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Now that's money, but it's also a lot of other things. A person who gives cheerfully of their wisdom, their knowledge, by mentoring others or teaching others or helping others, that's a real blessing. And in verse 8 it says, And God will generously provide all you need, then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. kind of wanted to say that before I wrap up this podcast because the goal of this is to have spiritual growth, to invest in spiritual things in our life, and with spiritual investing, we receive prosperity. And that's the focus of this and this entire series of podcasts I'm going to be doing on prosperity gets us to the point of prosperity. He shows us how we can receive it. But when we receive prosperity, we must learn how to deal with it. When we have something, it's not just for us. God doesn't just send us buckets of money or buckets of wisdom or buckets of relationships or friendships so that we can just hoard it to ourselves. God gives us prosperity in all these different forms so that we can be a conduit of his blessing to others. I always used to hold out my hands and I'd put one hand over here and say, God pours a blessing into this hand. It comes into me and I touch my heart and that blessing comes into me and I get to be blessed by it. And then I hold up my other hand and I'm supposed to extend my other hand and let it flow through me. That shows a picture of a conduit where the blessing comes into us We receive it, we're blessed by it, and we allow that blessing to go on and bless someone else. So it's important we understand that once we attain prosperity, it's not just for us, it's to bless others. So I hope today that this teaching has helped you. Matter of fact, it's kind of inspired me to get into another lesson. I'll talk about that as I wrap up today about what's coming up in the next podcast. But I just want to remind you that God wants us to be blessed. He wants us to prosper, but he knows there's a path and there's a stepway. I've used three steps, spiritual growth, investment, Sting in various ways, investing in spiritual things, seeing in other types of issues or things that we have in our life. And then there's prosperity that'll come for that. So spiritual investing leads to prosperity. It comes together. It makes sense to me. Hope it makes sense to you. So I'm going to pray a blessing over you as we close up this podcast. Father, thank you once again for this opportunity. I pray you would bless those who listened in and help me, Lord, as I move on. You've given me some new ideas and things to carry on to these future podcasts. And I'll thank you in advance for them and give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 
If you'd like to know more about the teachings that I have on prosperity and other areas, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll see a link that takes you to my podcast that I've done. This is the 152nd one. And there's a list of podcasts there on prosperity, lists there on faith, on generosity, on teachings, dealing with calling forth those things that are not as though that they are, teachings that help us to understand that we can be live a debt-free life and a number of other things. I hope that you'll go there. If you would like to subscribe now to my podcast, you can go to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm going to just kind of give you a little tip about what's coming up in our next podcast. Since I know a lot of people are very interested in financial prosperity, which we all are, I'm teaching this prosperity message to help us understand that God wants us to prosper in all things things to be in good health even as our soul prospers. But I'm going to dedicate the next podcast to just this, how to prosper financially. I believe the Lord has given me something that will help you understand how to step forward to be successful financially in your life and then when you are, how to use what you've been given. So I believe it's a message that we all need and one I believe that God's going to bless. So with that, I'm going to close with this word. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. And may you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Once again, my next podcast is going to be entitled How to Prosper Financially. I would encourage you to call your friends and your and your neighbors and your relatives and let them know that there's going to be a teaching on financial prosperity that would help them. I believe those who know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior will be blessed by it, but I also believe that those who are not Christians could learn from this next teaching, and I pray that God will bless it and use it so that they'll also become followers of Christ. So with that, I'm going to close with this. May God rich bless you and may everything that you do prosper and thank God that you're who you are. He made you for a purpose and has a plan for your life. May he richly bless you in all that you do. See you next time.